Welcome to the Life Changing Principles Podcast, where we take a new principle every week and explore how it changes our lives. I'm Leanne Hunt, ready to jump into today's principle. I learned that it's so important to honor the efforts that we're making. It's amazing how often what we're actually doing becomes invisible. And so I'm going to talk about honoring the efforts that we're making. I'm going to tell you three stories this week that taught me something about honoring the efforts that we're making. The first story is about a client who's right in the thick of raising kids, little kids, big kids, kids about to leave home. And right in the middle of all of that, she's decided that she's going to have a year of me. And we've been coaching about all these amazing things that she's doing to take care of herself. She's getting some medical things taken care of that she's been wanting to do. She's finding some time and some space for herself. And so as we were coaching, we were talking about how she used to have a big list of goals and she used to be a big list setter and a big to-do person and a big planner person. And she felt like she was making progress in her life and had control of her life because everything was in her planner. Now she just does things to survive. And the bane of her existence is keeping up with meals because no matter how well you do with the last meal, there's always another meal following it right afterward. And so to sustain the kind of effort it takes to feed your family, especially when you're trying to cook healthy meals and cook homemade meals, it's just a lot of pressure without a lot of the feeling of accomplishment and reward that she used to get from having everything in her planner and being able to check things off of her to-do list. Before we talk about honoring her efforts though, I wanna talk a little bit about not idealizing um, the kind of homemakery thing we might have in our minds from television or from our grandparents or from just the culture that's out there about what it means to be a mom and what it means to cook meals. Here's the reality check. You don't have to cook meals. There's nothing that says just because you get married and just because you have kids that you have to suddenly decide that you like cooking or that you have to do it all the time. There are other options. You can eat out. You can do fast food meals. You can buy microwave meals. You can have your spouse cook. You can hire somebody else to come in and do the cooking. There's all kinds of things that you can actually do if you just put your foot down and said, I am not cooking again. I dislike it. I'm going to go to the extreme. I'm never cooking again. That sounds extreme and it sounds kind of silly, but it's not because if we allow ourselves that option, then we're going to make more realistic plans rather than this ideal. If we have the ideal in our mind, then let's take the opposite of that and have it be completely missing and give ourselves the permission to never cook again. And there are families who do that. There are families who they just don't cook and that's fine, that's okay. So I think the key to honoring her efforts is to actually figure out what kind of efforts she's willing to do and what kind of efforts she wants to do. What does she want out of her meal cooking? She would like for it to just disappear. Well, wouldn't we all? Welcome to being an adult. We have to find a way to get ourselves and our families fed. That's just a part of living and a part of being human. And so there's a lot of work to do there around choosing meals, around making it simpler, around planning, all those kinds of things. She actually said, I'm happy to cook if someone else makes the plan. If you had a goal journal in front of you and you were in that situation, what would you want to do to honor the effort that you're making? 
What kind of a goal could you set that would help you to resolve this issue you have around not wanting to cook, but still feeling the responsibility and the weight of that? I can imagine some brainstorm pages where you say, what are my other options here? I can imagine some possible attitude goals of how can I approach this in a way that makes me not hate cooking and hate my family because I have to cook. And of course, she doesn't hate her family. But when you're doing something that you hate doing and you end up resenting it, sometimes we have these moments of just like, I hate that I have a family because I don't want to do these things that I have to do. Rather than only focusing on how much she has to still plan and has all of these things that she needs to do, maybe looking at what's going well with her current meal planning because her family's alive, they're eating something. And so maybe going back and reviewing and finding a way to honor the efforts she's already making could be useful. Let's talk about a second story. So one of my clients has decided that she's going to have a theme for the year and her theme for this year is connection. And so she wants to connect with all sorts of people in her lives and she's been connecting and she's good at connecting. She actually mentioned that she wanted to be more of a self-starter. That was one of her goals. And yet when you think about her connection goals, she's totally a self-starter. She's the one that arranges the lunches. She's the one that makes the phone call or starts texting first. She's the one that sends the Marco Polo video and, and gets a new conversation going or gets a new little group set up. So at the same time, she was asking herself, huh, how can I be more of a self-starter? And how can I have something to show for my days? Because what do I do all day? Her kids are grown, she's got all kinds of time to herself, and she wants something to show for it, and she wants to be a self-starter. At the same time that she has that desire, she is a self-starter in this personal goal of connection. And so the question is, how can she honor the efforts that she's making? Again, the question that I thought about was, if I had a gold journal in front of me, and I wanted to honor the efforts that I was making if I were in her situation, what kinds of pages could I create? I can imagine quite a few. I can imagine a page that's just simply a log that says, people I've gone to lunch with, because that's a form of connection. And her connection is often intentional. Sometimes it's to reach out to people who seem to be struggling. So another list or another log could be people who are struggling that I've chosen to call or family members I want to keep up with, or fun serendipitous events that happened that made me think of connection or made me feel a sense of connection. She also has a daughter who's out of the country and hasn't been able to visit her and her new baby or her new grandbaby because of COVID. And so she's been struggling and really frustrated with that. I can imagine some gold journal pages working through that frustration to say, my goal is connection. I can't visit like I want to, what are my other options? Or even just pouring out onto the page, what are my frustrations? Because you can have a goal journal be journal things as well as plans and tracking and those kinds of things for your goals. 
I can't even imagine because she's spending a whole year on connection of getting a whole separate goal journal and making that whole goal journal just about connection and just jotting down all the ways that she's connected and not just starting now in the middle of the year, she's already been doing it for six months, but going back and reflecting and capturing some of the stories that have been meaningful to her in this whole last six months and feeling this book with these stories of connection and not losing the efforts that she made, not just dismissing them as nothing. Instead of saying, what have I done all day? And not really having an answer for that. You hold up that journal and you go, this is what I've done all day. I did three hours of three different phone calls and they were meaningful to me and they were meaningful to them because this year I'm about connection and I am journaling and logging it and writing down the insights that I gain from this goal. The third story is about someone I'm coaching with who is a writer and she's right in the middle of a really intensive three week goal. There's a new Kindle product coming out called Kindle Vela. And basically it's like a platform where books are produced kind of like Netflix TV series with episodes. And so you can start reading a book and then you can buy extra episodes if you want to, if you like that book, or if you don't, you can move on to another one and you just can't wait for the next week to come out. Sort of like a series, like you're waiting for your favorite show to come out. And so she wants to put up several different books all at the same time and then slowly feed the chapters into these weekly or monthly or however often you put up the new episodes for these books. So she already had a number of things posted and a number of chapters in the work when we started coaching. And so everything that we talked about was future oriented, like what's the next thing I'm going to do? What's my goal for tomorrow? We would check in every day and do this little bit of an accountability partner business and say, all right, how did that go? What do you want to do? How can you change things? She's got small kids running around. And so she's got to be a little bit flexible with her goals. And as we were moving forward and moving forward and moving forward after about four or five days of that, my question was, do you ever feel like you're on a treadmill and that you're just in front of this never ending piece of work? You're building a writing career. You're doing these cool new Vela platform books and you're raising your kids and yet you're always looking forward and always looking forward. Does that seem tiring sometimes? And it did. She was like, yeah, it just seems like it's always the next thing. It's always the next thing. And what am I actually doing? What am I actually building here? So again, the question was, how do we honor the efforts that we're making? And we brainstorm a bunch of different ideas about how to honor what she was already doing. One idea that we came up with was building kind of a journal page because she does have a goal journal that looks like bricks. And in each brick, it's one little tiny step that she's taking towards building a Vela presence on this platform. And so when you look at it that way, then when you have a to-do list, let's say you have a to-do list for Tuesday that says, I'm going to find cover art for this book and I'm going to draft a chapter, chapter of this book, chapter three of this book, and I'm going to post chapter six of this book. I mean, there's lots of little tiny pieces and parts that include several steps before you post. What if every time you did that, you put it inside one of those little bricks and said, okay, I drafted a chapter. 
the chapter's not done, but drafting is an important step. So you put it on a brick, you honor the effort, and then you put another brick that says, I posted this other thing, or I found the cover art, or I outlined a chapter, or I edited a chapter. And you can see that with all of the editing and outlining and, and drafting and writing and posting, it's going to build a substantial amount of progress, visible progress pretty quickly if you're writing each of those steps in a page that looks like a brick wall that you're just building this substantial thing. I loved that idea that we brainstormed because it honors the efforts that she already made. And it might even be worth the time for her to go back to the last little part where she started working on Vela before we even started coaching and go back to all of the pieces that she's done to show, wow, look at this, I've done like 76 pieces of goal effort toward Vela. And it helps you to take yourself more seriously. It helps you to see your visible effort. And when you see visible effort and progress, it makes you feel like a real business owner, a real business person, because you're not just having an endless to-do list, you're building something substantial. Think about using your own goal journal. How can you honor the efforts that you're making in your goals right now? Remember, goals are just things that we want that we're willing to put effort toward. So even if you don't have formal goals, think about the things you want that you're willing to put effort toward, call them your goals, and think about how can I honor the efforts I'm making in my goals. Thanks for being here and taking a little time out of your busy life for personal development. I applaud you for that. We take change one step at a time. You're already on your way. You're already enough. You've got this. Have a great week and we'll see you for the next principle.